So welcome back to the Limehouse podcast. I hope you're well. If this is your first time, then ta, cheers for, for coming. Cheers for taking a seat and um, and what have you. As you'll notice, I've got a bit of a cold at the moment. I'm really struggling to get rid of this one. So don't get too close. I'd suggest just taking the, the, the earphones or, or, or what have you called, earbuds slightly out of your ears today. Don't want to get anything. Don't want to pick, pick anything up for me. That's for... That's a rootin' tootin'. So, uh, guys, this week, BJ Harrison, a.k.a. Denise uh, from Made, the TV series on Netflix, joins me. This was a highly emotional conversation because, as you are aware of, uh, if you have seen Made or if you haven't, if you've heard of it, it obviously the content, the context and the... The, the vibe of the, 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 the program is incredibly heavy and poignant and desperately important. So uh, I think a couple of times during this conversation, I got quite emotional, as you may well indeed uh, also. Uh, let, me, let, me just, let me just say this before anything else, right? I have a lot of conversations with people, right? As you well, well know, you can, you know, there are over 100 odd conversations available on the podcast. But when I reach out to some, some people, mainly I do it because I love what they do. Um, and I, I think we'll, we, we will get along. And 90% of the time we do. But it's not, it's, not, it's not very often that I will reach out to someone expecting them, one, to reply to me, two, have really nice agents, and three, be an absolute joy uh, to talk to. And feel like that conversation resonated with me for a very, very long time. I mean, so, okay, we had a conversation only a couple of days ago, but it's really stayed with me. And I know it will for a very long time to come. DJ is just one of those people, and we touch on this in the conversation, that is, you look at and you're instantly centred. I mean, that sounds a little bit much, but to a degree, that's how I felt. I felt when I saw Made, and I felt it when we were talking. I, I, I started off in a very excited manner because I was incredibly excited to speak with her. But as the conversation went on, I tended to calm down a little bit, you know, kind of take a chill pill. So, yeah, I'm really excited for you to listen to this, and I, and I hope you get something from it. Um, the, the, thing, the thing is, why Made, though? It is probably the most important television program on our screens at the moment you can watch it netflix right now do it um why is it i don't know why it's so important i think it's just fundamental isn't it it's fundamental because it addresses domestic violence in a way that is so subtle and often so overlooked to the point of of us not even acknowledging it, that it's it's because women, the women, women that suffer verbal and emotional abuse and men don't tend to classify it as uh, abuse. And OK, now we're moving forward slightly uh, within society, addressing what, do, reappraising what domestic violence actually means and the different parameters that certain segment falls under. For example, I was in a, um, a abusive relationship um, for six months where someone completely changed me, altered me, gave me a near nervous breakdown and they under cut, underpinned, underpinned, undercut, uh, cut into the very fabric of who I was. 
in Made, I found myself nodding along with an awful lot of the dialogue and an awful lot of what the character experiences. Um, and the, the lead character who faces uh, domestic, yes, emotional domestic uh, violence and has to essentially pick her herself up off an incredibly stony, rocky, weighted floor and take herself to safety. And it's portrayed in such a real, beautiful way that often you're you're left asking more questions than you can actually answer. So I think go and watch it and maybe we can have an ongoing conversation about it because it's freaking amazing. But Denise uh, is the character uh, in this. Uh, BJ uh, Harrison plays Denise. And we talk, at, obviously, at some, some, some depth and some length about the importance of uh, that character, Denise. Uh, she is the kind of the life raft that we're presented with. And it's a it's an amazing moment when you see uh, BJ Harrison's face for the first time on screen. And you'll know what I mean if you've seen it. You'll know what I mean. It's something else. But anyway, look, I'm going to go because it's been, geez, five and a half minutes. And that is a long time for a rabbiting, rolling intro. But I thought I would just give you a little bit of an insight, you know, into why... Uh, BJ's on the show and and, and I'm so honoured and so and I'm really really deeply privileged right to have someone of of such stature on on the podcast because she really is just a one of a kind she really just that's it's just that simple and I really felt that talking to her a one of a kind so thanks BJ for coming on the show and uh, I hope you're well because I know you're going to be listening to this because you're an absolute sweetheart and um, yeah, look after yourselves, guys. If you want to check check me out, have have a little chat with me. I'm always available on Twitter at Limehouse Pod at Limehouse Pod, and I'm on Instagram, the Limehouse Podcast. But look after yourselves. Take care. I think next week we're gonna have some rock and roll. We're gonna have a a, a rock and roll uh, guest on. So yeah, there you go. Stay safe. Go and watch Made. It's brilliant. Bye. You're William, right? <laughs> I'm William, and you are BJ. Yeah, that's me. That is uh, this is this is quite something because I um I, fi- I finished made last night and assen- essentially cried in a way that comes from you know when you cry sometimes at a film it's in a light way your eyes it's lightly crying but this was like a deep deep crying. You know, that it almost was almost quiet. It was just a, oh my God. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's the biggest intro I think I've ever, I've ever spoken about, ever, of anything I've ever spoken about. Um, but how are you? Let's start with how are you, BJ? I'm good. So you finished the, you finished the series last night? I did, yeah. And um, it's extraordinary, isn't it? I mean, you know, I mean, it's... I think it is one of the most powerful things I've seen in years. And uh, um, I think, like, you know, you've got succession and what have you at the moment and and, and years have gone by, you know, you've had since like I don't know, Mad Men, Sopranos and all that. Um, 
and re- real real life stories are gaining more and more momentum now but um something else man it really is like when when did you get involved with this project was it like i suppose it was it during covid or something or? oh my goodness yeah we're right smack dab in the heat of it all it was it started this time last year i think about yeah. september and then we i was back and forth shooting for about seven months so about eight months yeah into the spring when we finished yeah. and it was all as you know it was all shot on vancouver island um yeah. you know all around and Esquimalt, souk all, all the places that I, I had never been before i mean of course <laughs> island, i've been there but yeah. but yeah it was it was something but yeah during the during the process i certainly and i'm sure it was a powerful story but we didn't know it was going to have this at least i didn't know it was going to have this kind of of uh, of attention no no I, th- I think that's the thing is that the people people forget that don't they i mean even with like game of thrones or what have you they they didn't have a clue how no. it was, what, it, what it was going to turn into right no you just go and you do your work and and you for me for myself and my character it was just about being as honest as i could be and um just you know being denise the character yeah. denise in my role um in in the in the series yeah i mean it's really okay so sometimes when i start interviews i um i try and bring some kind of linear process to it beginning middle and an end as it were with your your journey and what have you but what <laughs> and you would have thought that watching made last night finishing it would put me in a good position to be sort of more focused but i think i'm less focused because i'm so excited um about it and so emotionally touched by it and moved um that it's hard to know where to begin other than to just sort of ask a rather obvious question which is how in the hell did you go about shaping denise that character that that was that's a profound such a profound um character that you created there it, it, well it, it it was something that i didn't touch upon when i was initially doing the audition for for the role and even when i i did the the meeting with the director uh, john wells the zoom meeting i didn't think about it but once i got got going and got into having to really think about it once they cast me i didn't have to go very far i just had to go back to my mother okay my mother I... that's right and i thought about my mother um the strength that it takes in a woman from an environment like that to get up and walk i mean literally walk with seven children from a home to an apartment to a two-bedroom apartment you know and it was so that meant there was eight of us the seven kids and my mom and we had four beds something unheard of you know living in an apartment was I, I, I can remember when I had to think back, the embarrassment mm-hmm. of it all or, or, or the shame I felt, you know, because mm-hmm. here we are, you know, the Millers are now living in an apartment, you know, and family separated and all that. So it was all about what a kid thinks about me, 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 me. And, mm-hmm. and so you, 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 you kind of go on with that imprint on your spirit and you, you just go through life. But this made me uh, think about my mother in a whole different way which I, I i was happy to do you know so I, I thought about the strength that it took to do that 
course, you never think about that being a teenager or in your 20s, 30s and going on. And yes. um, different than, than um, Stephanie's journey, my mother uh, was a stay-at-home mom, pretty much. There were times she had to do, there were times when she did go out to work. Um, back in those times, it was only domestic work available. Yeah. If, if you didn't have a, um, a profession uh, or, or skills, and mom didn't have those things. But she went back to school and she got them. She went and she took typing and she learned how to type. Okay. And she, she took a job for the Los Angeles County and she worked there until she retired. She became a homeowner, yes. multiple homeowner again. So I had to go back and dig deep. And then I, so I brought, I, I know that the, I'm a chip off of, off of the block, right? So I had to go and find it in me and find that compassion and that my mother always had for people. I can remember there would be holidays would come around and she would say, oh, Ben Joyce, you know, Mr. So-and-so across the street, he's all alone. Why don't you take him a plate of food so that he's not by himself on Thanksgiving or said so that, that he'd have a meal, a nice meal or Christmas time. Yes. She always did little things like that. And, and um, I remembered um, at her service and there was like over four, I go down to California for the service many years ago and it was like hundreds of people at her mm -hmm. service. And I asked, you know, how did you know my mother? Because I'm up here, so I'm away. They go, oh, your mother, you know, when you didn't have anything to eat, she made sure you had food. She always had you over for a meal or brought a meal. And so I, <laughs> that's where Denise came from. Denise came you from, from, from my roots and, and yeah. uh, my mother. So Bernice. You know, that, I was, I was, I was, um, I was just in the kitchen like 10 minutes ago and thinking to myself, I wonder, I wonder if there's someone within your family that inspired this, you know, your, your performance. Oh, and... it was my mother, I would say 100%. And then of course you bring mm. your own life and heart to it, but I am Bernice's daughter. So that's what I brought. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I brought to Denise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, in, in the, in those moments, did you feel closer to her like uh, kind of in a, in a spiritual aspect? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. I talked to her. I said, let's go to work, mom. Let's do it. Really? Let's show them some love. <laughs> let's show them some strength. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and of so, course, that's something to draw on. It is. It is. And yeah, it's something that I think I feel and I know, I should say, that there is there is a a strength that that we've we as an African American Black women have have. Although I'm oh my a, God, I'm an African Canadian Black woman as well. But <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah. but so yeah, I I did I I drew upon all of those things. Yeah, I mean that that for me is is so important in the film. Frankly, you know. It, it it spoke a lot having you there having having that not, not so much representation but um because i forgot the name of the blooming character the lawyer um in the film who is a bit of a, a bitch towards uh, alex at the uh, beginning yes. of the series and you've got the sort of different contrasts you know in terms of money structure and what have you mm -hmm. but um your role is absolutely it's Half halfway through the, the series, when I don't know when it's stuff has got so bad, you're the first point where we get a foundation that it's it's okay, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And you're, 
Yeah. And that's what I felt when I read it. I I, I felt it, and then I met Margaret Gwali, yeah. plays Alex. Before we yeah. before I started to shoot, I think they had already started shooting. I had gone over, and we had a, a meeting. Myself, Margaret, uh, Molly Messler Smith, the writer, uh, yeah. showrunner, and um, it was just something for me. I looked at her and I thought, you know, I like this kid. I mean, you meet lots of people, I'm sure, or a person like Denise would meet a lot of people, ladies coming through a domestic violence facility. But hmm. there was something special about Alex. That was my mind. That was my backstory. I gave it. Hmm. There was something special about her. I mean, you care about everybody that comes through the facility, but there was something just a little special. And I'm, I, I, I hope that came through in my, in my work. And oh then, my uh, God. <laughs> it's so, honestly, my, my wife and I watched this together and we both said to, we turned to one another and said, what, what a face. That sounds weird. I know it sounds crazy, but just have the most. They, I mean, the director, the sorry, the, the casting agent, whoever, they must have, they must have had that similar uh, reaction because it's one, it's authentic, um, uh, you know, and 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 two, the intensity uh, that you deliver, um, but the compassion, and that's just in one look. There's no, you know, we didn't do that. And go, what a line, what a bit of dialogue, mm-hmm. you, 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 you know, you you did there. It was just the the delivery of 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 that look. It was just total compassion, and you know, it's okay, Alex, the character, obviously, who's mm-hmm. been through hell. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be okay. You did that in one 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 look, BJ. How that? I don't know how you did that. It's magic. Internal, internal dialogue. It's yeah. it for me. It was um. It was just internal, and and I can't tell you exactly. It, it's just it's just internal. I don't want to just say the words that I've memorized. I want you yeah. to feel what it is I'm saying, and um. Mm-hmm. This character allowed me to to do that. I mean, every character you're not able to do that, but because I was coming from a personal space in relation to Denise and and the topic and and what she was going through, what I thought she was going through, I, I thought it was important that she felt safe. Yeah. Anybody that comes into the domestic violence facility there at McMullen House, you want them to feel mm-hmm. safe because obviously you're running from a, a a, a terrible situation. I think there's something in, in, in the story about how many times it takes some women to actually leave, leave, mm-hmm. leave those things. Again, I've never had to think about these things in decades in my life, but mm-hmm. I did. And so I had to really think about mama and yeah. what it took for her to make that final step when we all seven of us left, because when we left, that time we it was first time i think she's ever taken all of us we never went back okay we never went back so this is generational trauma that you're drawing on then i mean that's a that's a thing that i believe fully mm-hmm. in um and it i i suppose in a way what he, what you just described there is um is pretty horrendous so you basically your you your mother you, her took her family away from your your father, right? Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. Her father, and you know, people were saying to me, "Oh, you guys are all same dad." Yeah, we're all we're all siblings <laughs> from one father, and 
And obviously it took many, many years. Now, how many tries it took mama to get up and actually leave? I don't know. Yeah. Really don't know because, you know, she's not here for me to ask her. But I knew yeah. that it, it took many, obviously. And when she finally took that, that final, um, uh, uh, when we left that final time, we, we never went back. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you say how many times because, and 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 all the w really strange, um, I don't know what they're called, like societal, like the implementations that are put inside of all of us with shame and shame culture and what have you. And you touched on it earlier, um, mm -hmm. and why why it takes people so long to leave their partners and abusive relationships either you know um coercive controlling or physical abuse you know it's it's one of those things that um it it's the manipulation over years and years and years mm -hmm. what that builds up to in the end i mean so yeah. I, i'm 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 just i'm glad that you you know your your mother survived essentially because the, oh, you know right the rates of you know the of, of people losing their lives of women losing their lives to to partners is pretty high it's pretty horrendous it is and there's there's many stories like my mother's and like stephanie La, uh stephanie's a story there there are many women and but it's the system you saw the system that she had to to uh, go up against in order to just to survive herself right uh, to to take care of her daughter and so this is what that would have been like for your mother in like i don't know what in the 60s been, like the 50s it was the it was, in, it was in the early unbelievable. early 60s so it was absolutely unbelievable and i can't imagine of course it's all hindsight now and again i can't ask all the questions but i'm sure she went up against against it all just like yeah. Steph. but what my mother did have besides her strength she had she had seven children but she had three of us that were in, in our teens and that we could help and so we all okay. did and that's what that's what we did you all helped mm. breathe, get help, be it, you know, I had a little part-time job. My brother had a little part-time job. My sister had a part-time job. And then we helped yeah. take care of the ones younger then. And um, it certainly hasn't hurt us because those are some of the tools that I'm sure we all have drawn upon as parents, you know, mm. ourselves. So. Well, I mean, I, I yeah. It's you know what this has done is like it really has opened up a, a whole world to me. Look, I'm not this this podcast used to be quite political, so I'm not completely ignorant to domestic violence and and the, the system in and how it's it been able to perpetuate for so many years within this country, obviously, and w within, geez, you know, every country around the world for God's sake. But um, <laughs> it it just really um, it, as a as a as a white middle class privileged guy. It, it just it, it was it felt like essential viewing for me it felt like an education you know yeah well it, yeah. i think it's an education for a lot of people and we all do learn i mean even i've i've had lots of moments where i was educated about just my past and, oh yeah so you bring that up and go that was a good thing that wasn't so bad it wasn't as bad as you thought because you know it's it's a part of who you it makes you who you are at least me yeah. myself who i am today but um, a lot of people probably don't understand. And there are a lot of people that don't get out of those situations. They remain in those situations and generationally they, they become a ward of the system. You know, they just stay in that same cycle. Mom was in that cycle. Children be, get in that cycle, the welfare cycle and, and just barely 
you know, making it and they just don't get out of it for whatever reasons. But it was in the, the character, um, Alex was able to get out of it because she always, she obviously had aspirations to be a writer before she got pregnant um, with uh, with her child. And hmm. it sounds like she had no other, she had nothing else to draw upon other than the desire to be a writer. Yeah. And then she had the responsibility of being a mom. And so she took that uh, very seriously. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I think that's the, the fortitude, right? It's unbelievable. The and I think, I think there's a, there's a moment with the last maybe I can't remember one or two episodes where she comes. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna elaborate too much. I will. I mean, I can always make it a spoiler tastic episode, but I I can't be bothered, so I just won't. I just won't ruin it for anybody. Yeah. But there is a moment when it gets dark for her, and um, and you 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 guys kind of come back again, um, and you you just think that's it for her um but there's there's this is unbelievable i don't know what it is that drives people to keep going like that I, I don't know what it is because so many people would crumble given given what she went through um and i don't know what it is but um let it'd be it'd be cool to go go back to the beginning um bj because when you mentioned a part-time job there like you and your you know your old, older siblings or what have you um like seven kids in a family that's something what sort of uh what was the first job you held down that you enjoyed or is you know or is that too much to ask uh, if you enjoyed a job i don't think i've ever really enjoyed a job to be honest oh job oh yes i worked i worked in a beauty shop i worked in a beauty a be shop oh sweet and my, okay. my mother's friend owned a beauty shop and so i started off um before this before uh, my mother and father separated and then divorced. Um, I worked in my mother's friend's beauty shop, which was in the neighborhood. And okay. um, it was wonderful. It was a lot of fun for me because you have all the women come in and and uh, my mother's friend's name was Emma. And Emma had this, okay. this salon called Emma's. All the African-American ladies were there and it was fun. It was like barbershops right in the neighborhood. And um, I started off just sweeping up the hair and washing down the bowls and then Emma, taught me how to shampoo hair. And I started doing that and, you know, bringing coffee to the ladies. So I did that right up until I was 17, just before I graduated high school. And of course they all thought I was gonna go into the business and I, I didn't wanna do that. <laughs> I wanted out, I wanted to do something. I don't know what, but I, I, I continued on. I um, So I did enjoy that. And then I, Back in the day, the Los Angeles Unified School District, I, I look back again with hindsight, I go, wow, we had money in the school system. It seemed back then because we were always, always went on field trips, which takes a lot of extra money uh, yeah. in the system. And and we were exposed to the arts, at least, you know, in the school, you can either be in the symphony or the orchestra or the band or, you know, do art. And so I, I I got involved in a lot of different programs. I played cello. Mm. <laughs> that's so, a beautiful. That's that's a beautiful instrument right there. Yeah, it, it is. So I, I played cello right up and through all the way through high school. And oh wow! And, so what? Like Bach? Did you like? Who were your favorite um, composers? Like Bach? I love Bach, man. Oh my gosh! Like well, there's there's uh, there's many. Of course, I with my kids and my uh, grandchildren, they're quite musical now they're classically trained i wasn't <laughs> i just wow. okay. played you know 
and uh, yeah, like, never, yes. had, never yeah. had lessons because it wasn't in the oh, budget. Wow, really? It wasn't in the budget yeah. for me to have the lesson. So I learned from the other kids. I was very good about learning from other, other kids. And they had the lesson, so I would learn from them, like, or watch well, from them. E from ear? Pardon? From, from your ear, just by listening, like B.B. King style. Listening and, and just learning, yeah. Yeah, so I, I've been flying by the seat of my pants with most things in life. <laughs> <laughs> with with um, e even even this industry, I mean, I can I always say I kind of came in through the back door. I, I didn't look for it; it found me. So oh, really? Yeah, oh, it did. So that that's so a, how that's did it another. find you? How did it find uh, you, BJ? You've you've opened up a door there. I cannot. Ask, I've opened I cannot up ask. a door. All right. Yeah. It's quite interesting <laughs> because I mean, I, again, I go, oh yeah, that's that's quite unusual. Um, here, we were living here. We, we came back to BC. Where are you, by the way? We were in Los Angeles. When, we, when I first, my husband and I, we've been married for 40 some odd years. So we first wow. were in California and uh, here, and then back in California, and then back here for the last 34 years, about 34 years um, okay. in BC. And um, when I was in California, I, I had a manicuring business in Beverly Hills. So I was always around uh, the industry, be it film, music, just that sort of thing, but not in it, but just around it. And um, so we were here, I'm fast forward, I'm a stay at home mom. I'm at the grocery store with my daughter at the time was four years old. I had just dropped off the seven year old for a little baseball in the park. And, and uh, I saw a guy just kept, you know, kind of eyeballing, looking at me and, and but but I what I noticed is that he was looking at my daughter. You don't do that, right? So I had my eye on it. So um make a long story short, I do all my shopping and I get back to the line to check out. And there he is again. He has no groceries. And he walks up to me. He said, I, I've been watching you. I said, I noticed. And he told me <laughs> he, he told me he was a an agent in Vancouver. He says, I am the biggest agent of children and blah, blah, blah. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What's your name? Who are you? And he, he you know, he, he gave me the information and I told him I'd check him out, which I did. Uh, he wanted to know he if I could, uh, he had been watching my daughter. He just thought she'd be perfect for commercials. Just perfect. He thought. I see. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I thought, oh, well, we'll see. I'll check you out. He says, will you call me? I said, I'm going to check you out first. When, about two, three weeks later, I called him and he was quite surprised and, and um, I went in to meet him My two with the two girls. Emmy was four and Kate was seven. I also have another one that was uh, Shelby who was 18. She wasn't about to do it. Um, so <laughs> um, I go in with the two younger ones and he asked if, I, if they were interested. And I said, what do you have? And he sent us the next day on a U.S. national Emily, the four-year-old, booked it. <laughs> then the next week, he sent us out for an MOW. The girls are quite, quite personable uh, for an, a movie okay. of the week, and Kate booked it. So we we were off, had no idea what was going on. So I all automatically became auto, immediately became a what they call a stage mother or whatever. I'm there with my kids, and but I've always been just very we're kind of quiet in a, in a mixed group that we don't know and we just watched stuff and the girls went on and they did well and we told them I said it's not who you are it's just one of the many things you do extracurricularly if, if you want to stick with it you can if you don't when you had enough just let us know 
So two years into it, Emily uh, Kay said, Mom, enough. <laughs> she said she didn't want to <laughs> be pulled out of school very much because, you know, education is and still is important to us. And and Emily um, landed a, a regular role with uh, Sherry Lewis at the time, Lamb Chops. I don't know if you remember the puppet Lamb Chop. I, I do not, it, I'm afraid. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, well, Emily Emily landed a regular shot on that, as well as a six-episode um, series with, back in the day, a cop show. She was going to be the daughter to, oh, I can't remember the actor's name from the States, Bill Nunn. I don't know if he what he's doing now, but I did. Okay. I remember him from Sister Act. So that was fun. So I was with Oh, Emily. the big guy. Big, big guy. guy. That's right. Oh, he's but, great. Yeah. So I was with Emily on set or at the studio, and... One of the casting directors who I had been seeing over the, the couple of years, she said, she came over to me. She said, are you, would you be interested in, I said, no, no, no. I said, I'm the mom. She said, oh, I know, I know you're in this mom. She said, but I've been watching you and I'm just wondering if you'd be interested. I said, in doing what? And she says, well, maybe acting. I said, mm, you know, <laughs> whatever. It was a nurse part. So. I I said, all right, I'll, I'll I'll think about it. And at the end of the day, I said, okay, I'll, I'll give it a try. So I called the kid's agent and I said, uh, I don't have any representation. He started laughing. And I said, what are you laughing about? And he says, well, she's not the first casting director that's asked about you. I said, well, you never told me about that. <laughs> so I, did, I did the audition. I didn't get the role, but they did narrow it down to two people and I was number two. Just this oh. mom. I said, all right. The next week I went out for something else and I landed and then I put myself into training. I got myself into a two-year intensive workshop at one of the acting uh, programs here that they had at the time and back, I don't know, 28 years ago. Okay. And, 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 and what, what was that? Was that um, a fully like rounded course, like improv all the way, all the way through the stage of that kind of thing? It, it was it was some it was some theater. It was mostly on camera work, scene study, improv, movement, voice, any and all that had to do with with acting. I just jumped in and and uh, started doing it. But it took a lot of years for me to accept that um, that that I should be there. Because for so many years, I, I would, and I mean years, I go, oh gosh, should I be doing this? Because you don't get, you know, you don't get everything you go out for. And I, um, and I, because I did, I never had really these aspirations to be an actor. I, I, I didn't initially believe anything that was said to me. I always hear that with, yeah, I'll take that with a grain of salt. You know, when people right. compliment As, you. It's reasonably wise thing to do, really, and within yeah, acting and, fraternity. Yeah. So it, it, it took a number of years for me to really settle into the work and, and let it, because yeah. I would walk into auditions, I can remember thinking I'd look around the room and I'd look for other women that looked like me and they didn't, or, or in right. and I would go, well, they're not looking for me. So I then I thought, you know what, you gotta change your attitude because that's affecting your work, that, mm. that you know that's there, you know, because it, it and so I did. I changed my attitude. And when I changed my attitude, I started to so, work. 
What what attitude was it? Was it was it was it quite an internal sort of negativity? Uh, well, I, I'm not ne- negativity. Sometimes I'll punch that away, but it was like I walk in a room, and if everybody is white, blonde, blue eyes, dark hair, sure. they don't look like me. And right. I would go, "Oh, you're." I wanted to ask that character, and 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 I'm the only woman of color here, and I always think, "Well, oh, I'm just you know there as a token." I had to stop that. That's negative. Okay, because I there's some realize, truth in that, though. There's a know, lot of. There's, I'm here. You know, so. that's, yeah, but that's not you being like paranoid or negative. There's like a whole bunch of white girls there, and you're the only black woman there. It's like. But it's that's all. We're all going for the same character. So I thought, you just yeah. be that character. And they're looking for the character. Yeah. And then things started to change for me because I was booking. Okay. Then I started to book. So I changed my attitude. And then I started really thinking about the craft itself, all the things yeah. that I had heard and learned all those years ago back at Gastown After Studio and all the the assets that were shown to me that I possess from people that really cared about me, uh, mm. uh, coaches and things like that. And I thought, you know, I do own that asset. That's mine. So I don't need to think about it. Walk into the room. Yes, you do have a presence. Huh, yeah, that works for me. Yes, you do have a, a nice voice. I used to, I had a voice, um, which I didn't because as a kid growing up, all the boys would tease me. They say I sound like a man, you know. So when you're a little kid, yeah. So I'd walk okay. into, I'd walk into an, an audition or with a voice, and she'd ask a lady would ask me, "How are you doing, BJ?" Oh, I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> okay, right. And then she'd ask me so, again. I said, "Why do you keep asking me?" She said, "I'm going to continue asking you that until I hear you. I don't hear you." Uh, and I, for a long time, I thought, "What, what is she talking?" And it dawned, just relax and be me. I have a deep voice. I own it. I can be very warm and loving. I own it. I also can bring a very strong presence and I own that too. And I thought, yeah, that's me. So I started taking those parts of me into my auditions. And yeah. Yeah, like just acceptance of, of, of who you are and, and just not That's having right. to, to project this, yeah. like, you know, the, the facade, right? Yeah, and when I got out of my own way too, then I can allow, um, I can allow things like a character like Denise to show up. Sorry, how do, how do you mean like get out of your own way? Do you, get, you mean like headspace? What do you mean? My headspace. Yeah. Yeah. Am I being, am I saying too much? Am I being too, you know, yeah, just, mm. just do it from the heart. Just be honest and open and vulnerable. And a lot of it is, is that you have to be willing to peel away your, your, my, my in control facade. And yeah. I'm just yeah. be there. You know, it's so true. Honestly, like I've, I've spoken to quite a lot of actors and, um, yeah, I, and I, I just, I don't often get like, if ever, get a feeling like, um, like you've, you've, you've given me there, like in terms of, um, there's some meditation that's gone on there. Do you meditate? Have you meditate, med- meditated before? It feels like you might have done. Um, meditate, meditate, like meditate and and go um all that. No, I don't. No, I've, um, um, I have my process. First of all. I calm myself with prayer, and I mean yeah. realistic prayer. <laughs> <laughs> What's realistic prayer, BJ? For me, whatever it is. I'm yeah. saying, oh God, I'm nervous. I, that's it. I'm nervous. 
you know, and I say it out loud. I'm nervous. Okay, okay, help me get through this. You know, yeah. angels, God, mama, everybody, you know, just surrender. Stop and breathe and just put everything else aside that I can't do anything about in the moment. Um, so um, that's what I do. Just focus on that. You know, there, I, I, don't know if every character that, or that I've ever played that I've had to really pull in and focus because sometimes it's just an awful lot of fun like a lot of the hallmark ones I can just I know my lines I know my intentions and you get in there and you have a good time but I think of something that's really heartfelt and 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 sensitive and deep like a, the character Denise had to bring to it and sometimes as you say with no words that's when I have to focus and think about what it is I'm doing and why it is I'm doing it and where it is I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And who that I'm with. True. All of the W's, what, where, when, why. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's man. This is this is really transcendental. I am absolutely loving speaking to you, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not like blowing smoke here. I genuinely, <laughs> you know, it's very, very. This is really nice. This is really comfortable. I'm like, um, what, what I, what I have been thinking about a lot was Margaret. Um, he plays Alex. Um, what your chemistry was like? Was it, was it something you had to work on, or was it, was it an easy thing? When you did you did you meet a few times before? Uh, the shoot, uh, the first it was shoot. right. Actually, it was right away. It was when we met. We met before I started shooting. I, I, I we met in the laundromat. You know, the scene, uh, the 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 uh, set of the laundromat. It was okay, just yeah, four yeah. of us: myself, Margaret, uh, John Wells, and Molly, the showrunner. And yeah. when they, they we started talking about the character and the characters, and that's when it, I thought, I had realized that where I was coming from was the strength through my mother. I shared just that bit of info with them. And when I did that, for me, it was just Margaret and I were like this right away. I can remember when, um, I can remember her graciously thanking me for being, for sharing that. So I, I just think we connected. And I, and I, I, my backstory again is Denise was always, I like you. I like you. I had to just keep, I like you. There's something special about you. Mm. Yeah. You know? and, and, and I have three daughters in real life. Mm. So I could look at her um, with, the, with the same affection and warmth and love that I look at any of my daughters. Yeah. And that's, that's what I, I felt. Every time I looked at her, I looked at her in love. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I imagine also the, the, the Denise's characters. There's there has to be an element of uh, distance because of the the heartbreak that she would suffer, you know, from mm -hmm. the amount of women that wouldn't make it out. Um, that, that's right, and I, I I had to also remember that I couldn't go overboard with with uh, because you're not supposed to get emotionally. I don't think you should get emotionally attached. If I were really in a in a position like Denise. I don't think it'd be yeah. very wise to get that emotionally attached to the groups that come through. But there was mm -hmm. something about Alex. But I, you know, but but yet you also had to keep that professional wall there. Yeah. And I, I, I tried to do that 
to, I remember a scene they had us do where she was leaving the domestic violence uh, uh, apartment building. And I think I'm coming in with another family. And it, there, were, there was no dialogue, it's just but I kept enough. thinking, yeah. I, don't, I didn't know how it was gonna play out, but I just, I just knew that when I passed her, I just wanted to send her love. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I hope oh, that man. came out in, in the, in, oh, in man. the show, but Dude, yeah. honestly, I, I, I'm like, again, not blowing smoke. I, I, I had just had so many moments when it was just looks between, uh, you and Margaret, you and Alex rather, I don't yeah. know if to use Margaret or Alex, but I was just so, uh, I think it's because of the reality you guys built, the work you put in kept on building up, building up, building up into such a place where it's mm. almost like those, those looks are all, all that's required. If, if the, if, if a lesser writer had put in, right, you know, uh, Denise stops and says something to Margaret here, blah, blah, blah. It would have, it would have just been too obvious. It would have been too in your face almost. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what's so wonderful about this whole, whole series. You know, it's so expertly written and beautifully handled. And I think that the respect that you guys, um, as actors, the work you put in is, it's tra it transforms this from what could be, you know, really beautiful, but maybe mediocre to absolute chain, like stuff that, you know, changes TV, changes opinions, you know, which is so important. It's very important. But, and I, I'm, uh, I'm hoping it's, it's doing that. I, <laughs> I'm not that savvy when it comes to social media. So I'm thinking, I need to, <laughs> I need to learn how to, uh, and I, and I know, I know my, my agencies, they're, they're, they're going to help me out with this. But I said, I don't even know how to repost. I just start pushing buttons and sometimes right. they come up yeah. and I go, oh, that worked. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's when you're, that's when you turn into like my mum. You yeah. know, it's like my mum's like hilarious. She, she, but my mum, she'll send me a message. She'll send me a message through Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, a normal text message, and, and some other platform. You're like, mum, just send me one. Just send me one message. You know, your mother's better than I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I can text <laughs> and I know how to read, read, uh, you know, Instagram. And I, I said yeah. to, uh, to my agent, I said, am I supposed to answer these people back to start following me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, what, so. what's the reception been like for for uh, your end for, for, with, with MADE? Has it, has it been pretty um, intense? Like it's, it's positivity and all people positive. coming up to you? It's all, all positive and, and all, um, I won't say intense, but positive and, 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 and heartfelt. You know, the pe people mm. are really moved by it. By the by, the entire by everybody. They said there's not one character that you know. They said everybody brought something to it, and I thought that's wonderful. That 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 is wonderful because when you're shooting, you know, sometimes you're shooting out of order, and and um, sometimes you go, what am, you know? Some I'd have to say to myself, what are my intentions yeah. in this moment? Because you know, because you, you. So I would always make sure that I was in the right place where I felt comfortable and in my in my work in the moment that I wasn't uh, under feeling like I'm under delivering the story in, in yes. the moment so but I guess we did it right because it's all got tied together and this is what you get <laughs> right for sure for sure and um like in, in terms because you didn't know the success this was going to have um no and I, I, I don't believe I don't. I believe 
Yeah, I, I think it, it's out out doing the Queen's Gambit, which was I, I love the Queen's Gambit, my God. But um, you know, but it's um, it, when you you know you don't you don't like we said you don't know that pre pre read. You go sit down at a, a read through at the table. You'd have no no idea. So no, you know I... when when you like Andy Mc, Andy McDowell and her daughter are doing it. You know you don't know what that's going to be like. No. But again. What did you think of their chemistry? Like real mother, real daughter, real life. That's just crazy. Well, I, I only really, I, I'm never really in any scenes with Andy and Margaret together. Yes. Only, in, only in, at the very, very end. Yeah. Um, but just in chatting with, with, with Margaret, uh, again, a mother, daughter, I've got three girls. So, yeah. you know, it, it was, it was easy. And we talk a little bit, you never finish a conversation because you know, you're, you walk off the set and you start a, a sentence or a conversation first team back you, you never finish it but i think she and her mom and her sister who's a fantastic singer um because i heard some of the music market would be playing so who's that so oh, that's my sister rainy you know and uh, we play the music yeah. and of course i'm i'm not shy so i'll dance and bebop to music and <laughs> queen stuff so um i i i think whatever doesn't matter what I think. They had absolutely great chemistry, I think, on uh, camera that they should have for those characters, you know. Yeah. I don't know what where Margaret went for her um, uh, research or, or Andy, because I've not had those conversations with them, but it obviously worked. Yeah. It's so I, I thought and, Andy the, you know, was fantastic as a mom. But those people exist. You know, yeah. parents like that exist. D yes, they do. I, I know. And, I've and, met, and, met a few. Yeah, and, and I think there's something where Margaret has always been, and a lot of children have to always sometimes be the adult from a very young age. And I think the character Alex felt that way. And and um, I had to say to her, which is a tough, that's that tough love. What if you didn't? What if you, what if you didn't take care of your mom? No, you know that's that's such a powerful line. I'm so glad you brought that up. That was in that's in the um, center, uh, isn't it? Towards the end, and mm -hmm. I, I'm like throughout the whole of that, next, the, the, the remainder of that episode, I'm like, yeah, you know what? What if? What if? Um, that's probably a healthy. That's a that's a healthy thing. It is, I but I like, think it falls under that that tough love. It's hard to do. It's hard yeah. to do to to um to leave them because had she stayed i mean it's all guessing but had she stayed she would have she would have just been taken down and fallen into the system and maybe stayed in the same rut she was mm -hmm. in because you couldn't get ahead she she couldn't work the amount of hours she needed if she did that she couldn't have the child care and if she didn't have the child care she couldn't do the the simple hours you know it, it was just a vicious circle and this is what happens. People stay in that and then you find there's five generations of people on welfare because they couldn't get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But she broke yeah. that cycle. She broke that cycle. She did. There's so much there's so much power in in that, isn't there? And that that's the other thing about this entire series is there's 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 an awful lot of um stories within stories within stories. Mm -hmm. Um and it's not grotesquely done. It's it's done in a way that we have seen plenty of these kind of stories before, but it's done in in such a 
it's, it's done in such a heartbreaking, um, heartfelt, honest way that that doesn't pander towards the big Hollywood moments. It's not, for example, poverty, no. like poverty, po- poverty porn. You know, it's not no. poverty pornography. We, we, you know, that that th- th- sometimes Hollywood can dish out. Um, oh, yeah. No, no, it's it's, yeah. it, it's not that at all. I remember another scene where I had to think about it. I had to think about it before I deliver those lines, and I remember really thinking about it. The, the lady, I can't remember the character's name, and she had come and she had slept for a number of days. And she asked if it was all right. And I said, yeah, you know, when you think about whoever comes to domestic violence, what they have to go through before they even get to a domestic violence uh, facility or some that's going to allow them to yeah. sleep. And not uh, and and to get a good night's sleep and to have a you know warmth and a roof over their heads and and all that and it must be exhausting, absolutely oh exhausting, to to be in a situation like that. And what the other thing I think that's important, William, is that it's emotional, emotional um, abuse, which a lot of people want to go. Ah, that's no big deal. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. It is a big deal. When somebody is always stripping you down and tearing you down, and uh, that's almost worse than getting, you know, a punch or a push or a shove. God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's good that this life is, is focused on that because, you know, it's like Alec, yeah, the character says, what am I going to call the police? Do call him and tell him, well, he didn't hit me. Because no, exactly. Even, even, even um, I think even for... Um, for for police or, or people, they some it, it takes a lot of they don't realize that emotional abuse is abuse or somebody well, calling you down all the time and yeah, but we we have that now we have well not how but we we have more of an acceptance of coercive control and mm-hmm. and and what that and and you know what that pertains to but I'm I'm very aware like I'm again a white guy privileged etc and I do say that. Um, with you know I'm, I'm earnest when i when i say that it's not like i'm being flippant because I'm no, I, I understand. My, listen I, I'm, I'm 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 married to a man of your persuasion persuasion <laughs> 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 for over almost 43 years so yeah. uh somewhere in there but so i but understand no, I, it and i ask questions and no idea you know no idea uh, about anything like this or or uh so again, I, I I remember my my son-in-law, one of my son-in-laws, once saying, you know, just like you say, you're, you're white and you're privileged, and it's different. You don't wake up every, you don't wake up going out of the house, and 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 you're not confronted by the color of your skin every two mm. seconds. You know? Yeah, yeah, and 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 on on top of that, not confronted with the fact that if my tire is gets a puncture in it, like it means my basically I could lose everything, which is kind of, you know, what, what, what a lot of women are dealing with. Women that are trying to get from A to B just to get from their front door to their job. And if something breaks down in the middle of that, then the, the piece of shit, like freaking manager that they work for can just go, oh, it's all gone now. You're just yeah. gone. And then they lose everything. Welfare, house, their house, their, their daycare for their kids, you know, and, and I think the domino effect is extraordinary and there's not an awful lot of um of a safety blanket right for, no. for any for any of that happens no and i i think it's, it's it could be i don't know because that's not my life that thanks be to god but i i think it still is 
pretty bad for a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. Um, black, but white, it hasn't changed brown. exactly. That no, hasn't changed. No. That's what's so. It's so sad that this happened. In t- this this was written in what well, her book was written in two thousand and eight. Um, Stephanie's and and you it's think, definitely, oh, but you know, it's yeah, yeah. It's different now. It's different now. It's not freaking different now. Like it's it's perpetually. It's all it's worse. It's it's clogged up. It's even it's 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 worse. And 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 people are turning their heads even more. You know. And and then we're asking these people to go. You know, people on in serious serious dire situations to go. Hey, what about climate change? It's like, what do you mean climate change? Yeah. <laughs> like my life is falling apart around right. my feet. They're not interested in picking up the bottle off the beach or off the street or, you know, the not littering or, or, or they're just trying to keep their heads above water and keep food right. and, and, and heat and, and uh, just, just maneuver uh, the system because it's cranky. It's, it's, it's absolutely cranky. To bring it back to something a little bit lighter, uh, <laughs> um, what, what is your overall takeaway from, from like your, your personal overall like performance slash watching it as a neutral i squirm not not on this one not on this one because again i took my heart into this and yeah um my and and right out right out of the gate i didn't think of my mother halfway through the shooting it was in the very beginning so i started off with that cloaked in that strength and in that energy and this one, I don't even look at myself and go, oh, what did they do? What's my hair? Or my, you know, usually I'm like this. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is what it is. And, 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 and I take away that I'm grateful that, that my work that was written in the script is still in the show. It's not on the editing room floor. So, okay. And, and, uh, all through it, Molly, uh, not all through it, but in the very beginning of it, uh, Molly wrote me a beautiful note um, expressing the fact that they felt that they that I brought heart to it. So I just stayed mm. in that lane, mm. in that lane. Yeah. And and one of the other things I, I said for this particular character, because it was so heartfelt, I'm glad I was locked in a hotel room by myself and I didn't have the distractions of home yeah. <laughs> because it, it was serious. And there were times I, I yeah. go, you know, I'd have these discoveries. I'd look at the script and go, oh, yeah. And then I would let it fall in and let it live, the words, yeah. and just try and deliver it from an honest, honest, truthful, open my heart space. And, and we're talking I, about, uh, sorry, are we talking about like awakenings you had of your part? Yeah, your past yeah, there's always yeah. discoveries. You know, even after mm. you've shot, you, still, you can still have discoveries in your mind. You go, oh, yeah. But yeah, I so I was glad I was alone, one away from home, so that I could really think about what it is I was feeling, yeah, and and bring that through the words that Molly or or whoever, uh, who whichever writer had had participated in that yeah. that episode, yeah. And and one of the one of the great things towards the end of the series, the final episode, I think, is um, where what you're all asked to by Alex to um, slash Margaret <laughs> to bring your perfect day. Like write down what would oh. be your perfect day or what has been your perfect day. What's your perfect day? 
Like, is that something that you drew from at all? Was, was that something that you actually... Well, I thought about um, what's a perfect day for me, to a different uh, scenario, of course. But like I talk about, I think in that scene about the first time my baby daughter touches me. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I, I think about I think about my kids and what that must have felt like, how she actually touched my heart. Now, that's not my real life, but I could take that, go back to those moments of of holding my girls when they were younger or um, um, and the strength I needed to go on for the kid. I can't remember the exact dialogue, but I know at the time I would read it and I'd have a discovery and I'd read it again and I'd have another discovery and I'd go, oh. You know, so every time I would read that that uh, scene, I would have something different to go somewhere else in my spirit to 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 bring. So sure. that that's one of the ones that's hard for me to watch Be- because because I had I, I blocked out everything that was around me in that room. I know that. Yeah. When when I did that scene, oh, I just goodness. let the words go in. Yeah, and um, marinate there, oh. and then God. bring it back. Oh, it's man. like I went, I went, and I and I, I assume this is what the other girls did too. But I do remember going around in that circle and and doing that. Yeah, mm. man, but that was kind of hard for me to look at. <laughs> but I've heard oh, a lot about it. Yeah. I've heard a lot about the that particular scene. And it's really hard. It is genuinely hard to think about, okay, you can make up your perfect day. Yeah, you can make them up. Yeah. But sorry, go on, because I just wanted to know what your actual perfect day is. In, in real life? Be, in re, right, BJ Harrison, what's your, you know, BJ Harrison, what's your perfect day? Perfect. Uh, well, I don't think anything's perfect. But no. my perfect day is chatting with, uh, just maybe on our family feed, hearing from our girls. Uh, we have a thread and it's like, good morning, mommy and daddy. I love you. And, or the grandkids, you know, they just, just to say, Hey, granny, I love you. That's perfect enough for me. Those, if I get those things first in first thing in the morning, it, it, it becomes a, a stair step. And I just walk right up, up the day, right up the day on top of all those. I love you, granny. I love you, mama. I love you. Um, it's funny how those priorities change over the years, though, right? Yeah, it's just simple. I'm a uh, perfect day is just to know that I, uh, I'm healthy. Yeah. And that I'm loved. Yeah. Then everything else can stem from that. And that yeah. I love. I love and I love. Yeah. And you look fantastic as well. I mean, oh, do I? <laughs> Thank you. You, you're, you're, I was thinking this um, when I was, I was watching the, the um, watching Maids um just how uh complete you looked like just how you know complete this this character how who whatever costume however this stuff is put together yeah um wow it's just so perfect right it's those those are all costumes you know it's funny i i've had people walk to me why did they make your hair like that why did they do your hair like that and i'm getting (laughs) what does it matter i mean the same you know really for me i mean if i had on a head scarf or a head rag do rag or whatever it would have been the same person you know so yeah that's why i say i, I forget about all the other stuff i don't have a fancy bunch of makeup on which i don't usually wear anyways but um <laughs> you know on a daily basis but just just 
be real and organic mm. and and um yeah that that character just fell right in into my spirit mm. yeah so so before before we we call it um before we call it a night slash morning afternoon for whatever whatever it is out there for you um what's next for you i mean is is um anything in the pipeline what's next i you know i'm not sure i put a lot of i want to see you back on tv now <laughs> <laughs> go tell them <laughs> i don't know um, um i've got i've got quite a few irons in the fire right now for uh yeah. but nothing nothing has come out hot but i I always know that something will. Yeah. You know, normally there's a project on, on, on a calendar, but right now I don't have one. Uh, there is one that I did uh, do this past, uh, uh, I guess, summer and mm -hmm. finished. And it's it's a local show. It's called Family Law. Yeah. Are you local? I'm or I'm in Lon I'm in London. So well, not London. I'm in I'm in the countryside. So. Oh, okay. So you're not you're not in Canada. No, gosh, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's, it's a great show. It's Canadian, um, uh, and and so I, I did, I did, I did second season. I came in second season. I think, I think I did six or seven episodes out of ten. Yeah. But that won't come out until uh, the new year. So that was yeah. a fun project, and I really like the character. Complete opposite of Denise. Denise is here. This woman is right. a is a big, powerful lawyer. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I had never, ever, ever, ever in these 28 years. I've never played a lawyer. That was my first time. So she's quite funny. She's, she's strong, she's powerful. Sweet. Uh, so I, I look forward to that coming out next year. And, and whatever else is, is um, going to be mine will be mine. I, you know? I'm like, I'm gonna I'm I'm could be we'll probably never speak again but I'm gonna I'm just so excited for um for what's next because I know there's gonna be something truly amazing coming because there's no way that anybody can ignore the power and and emotion that you delivered in this it, it's just the most it's so complete and beautiful what your work and thank you so it, I gotta tell you that means a lot to me it really Good. I mean it, it, I've never won, as I said, done a role like this, and and to get this kind of attention is absolutely amazing and heartfelt. And I know my mother would be proud, and I know she is proud. I said this morning as I walked past her photo here, I said, "Hey, Mama, I'm gonna do a little interview about Denise today." You know, <laughs> I can remember walking on set, and 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 one time I remember I think it was the director said, "Is Bernice with you?" I said, "She certainly is," because I told them I bring my mother's. She's one of my angels. Yeah, without I a mean, doubt. Everything she went through, the power that that that, that woman held to to keep you guys afloat, to keep everything afloat. You know that that in a way, it's like the opposite to what the devil, the darkness wants, right? You know that yeah. that 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 vileness is uh, can the generational trauma can be kind of in a way, partly undone, if we allow ourselves to recognize the strength within those people. Yeah, and there is there is strength, there's a lot of strength. And not only that, I, there, are, there are a lot of people in my life. Um, and once someone once said to me, they were saints in the balcony, sort of speak, that have, yes. uh, that always encouraged me, even, even as a kid, uh, mothers, like you go play with your girlfriends, and, a mom 
might turn around and say, you know, Brenda, Brenda Joyce, blah, 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 something about you. You realize that, you know, they really saw you. I'm, I'm an adult now and I go back, you know, Mrs. Floyd really did see me and Mrs. Ellis really did see me because they were always encouraging, always encouraging to me. Emma, the lady I worked for in the beauty shop, always saw me. Certain teachers that, oh, I didn't realize it then, but they really saw who, they saw something in me. And so I had a lot of encouraging words um, in my past. Yeah, but that is just so important to be seen. It's so basic, but it's just so important. Look what happens yeah, it is. when it doesn't happen. Yeah, but it, 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 it happened. And so I stand on the shoulders of many, 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 many people. Yeah. Many, that's, including that's beautiful. Me. And I must say before I end this, including my fathers, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you learn something from 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 even even the 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 life that he and my mother share the the hiccups and the turmoil and all that I take lessons from that and from him because I'm I am also a lot of him and that was mm -hmm. um, because I look back and a lot of times his problems um, or his that he brought to the house stem from the way he may have been treated on the outside. Nice. I think back about uh, him coming home. Where are you going? I'm going home. Where do you live? Here. You live in this neighborhood? Yes. Always having to explain himself to a policeman. Um, oh, such a nice car. Whose car is it? It's mine. So all those things that may have been in his head that, that are, that are, that were detrimental and still, it still is to a lot of, people today, unfortunately, it, 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 the ugliness unleashed itself in the house. There you go. Yeah. It doesn't excuse him. It doesn't excuse. But I understand some things now. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, this cause and effect, I completely understand. Yeah. This, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I wish we had another three hours <laughs> to talk to really talk this through. Oh, man. Um, okay, well, look, thank you so much for your time. I knew this would be amazing. And uh, it's just been so fantastic to touch base with you. And again, thank you so much for your work. You know, it means a great deal to me and, and a lot, obviously to millions of people. So, Well, I, it's my pleasure. And as I said, I'm still like every day I open my iPad and it goes, oh, who's following me now? So I'm excited <laughs> about all that. I can say, oh, mommy, that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good. Stay on Instagram. It's good fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stay on. I'm going to stay on. And I'm going to learn how to use it and how to repost and Sweet. what I should and shouldn't do and all of those good things. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, look after yourself, BJ. I will. And you do the same. Thank, Thank you, you so much. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Oh, bye and how, how can we listen to this podcast? I mean, how, how do you... I'll, um, I'll send you a link. I'll send... Um, oh, gosh, I forgot the name of your agent now. Uh, it's Maxine. Lena. Lena Lee's uh, Lena? height is my agent manager and play management Man, she's, is the agency, yeah. She's lovely. She is she's lovely. Very delightful person to deal with, which isn't always the case. So, but oh, I'll, no, I'll, she, I'll send her... She, yeah. she is. I listen, everything about my life. Lena was a was one of the kids that was older in the elementary school when my kids were young. Oh, really? Who knew? 
God. Who knew that she would become my agent and the best agent I've ever had? And I've been with her now for 15, 16 years. Wow, so. that's cool. That is great. Wonderful. Wow, man. <laughs> but I'll, I'll send her a link, okay? Thank you so much. All right. Nice one. See you on Instagram. <laughs> you bet. All right. That'll be great. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.